This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. After a 1-0 win on Saturday, a new hero was born. The Stags managed to get their first win under new boss David Flickcroft at the, what, ninth attempt? It was a long time in coming, but you always knew that an old face would come good in the end. And that old face was, of course, Mal Benning. So, Mal, we bow, bow down to you, my friend. You are indeed a hero. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, of course, because Mansfield matters. Well, if you're watching the, the live stream uh, at the minute and you're watching the video version uh, of this, you may notice a couple of subtle differences. Number one, the sunglasses. Yes, they're vital because the sun is out. Number two, Nathan has transformed into Shelley. Right. Good evening. And the biggest one, anyone know what it is? Other than the B, round Simon's head? Anyone know what it is? We're outside, we've moved from inside. Is that such outside. a good idea for me and you? I mean, I know. I mean, ginger care and all that. Yeah. But I think we'll, I think we'll be all right. Uh, you may occasionally hear a dog barking or a squeaky toy, but he is upstairs at the minute, uh, and so and so he's not necessarily uh, going to run down here and ruin the whole thing. But you never know. Plenty to talk about that as always. Get your comments and questions in on the live feed. We start as always with oddballs. You may have seen the photo on our Facebook page over the last couple of days or so. This is the the, the feature in the show where we take four, three or four ex players from both sides uh, in the upcoming fixture and ask you to figure out who the odd ball is. This week we're looking for the odd ball between the following four players. George Pilkington, John McComb, Rob Taylor and Wayne Corden. They're all former Stags and, and, and Valiants, but who is the odd ball and why? Clue, it's all to do with their career timeline. Shelley, as you're the, the guest, you're filling in for Nathan this week, who is in also a sunny climate abroad on holiday. Any idea? No. No idea, Simon? No idea. Every week, no. Every no. week, no. <laughs> <laughs> I Generally, Wayne Corden is the legend compared to the others. Well, I suppose, yeah, I suppose there is that, but unfortunately, that's not the right answer. Don't worry, you'll have another chance to try and uh, win at a quiz uh, later on when we play another game of uh, Risk It for a Biscuit, of which this week we have absolutely plenty. Convenient, though, that Nathan uh, decided to go on holiday um, before rather than, than buy biscuits. Can I'm sure, don't forget to... Do I went to get him on, on that one, don't we? Yes. Fantastic. Plastic flies. Of course. Uh, we are being attacked by flies tonight, but don't worry about it. We'll, we'll 
sinking into the ground. I'm, trying to, I'm thinking that doing this on my back garden was probably a bad idea, but hey hell, here we are and we're live. It's live, it's it's live so let's, let's deal with it. If it rains there, we will stop and we'll go inside. But anyway, uh, let's turn our attention to Saturday uh, and let's start with somebody who was at the game. Cam, how was it for, for you? Obviously a nice, uh, nice, nice one-nil victory. Good to you know get the first victory in the bag. I don't think I've, uh, for that walk from the town centre to the ground. I don't think I've ever been so nervous going to a football game before. It's just not obviously because we've not won under Flitcroft, and then being such a massive game, it's like well, it pretty much m- made or break our season because we felt lucky with the results after that they roughly favoured us, brought us back into playoffs. Uh, it's just uh, so much was rising in that game, and it's just the nerves, and then oh, it was torture at half time because it was just so hard and on edge. And that last 10 minutes when they were hammering the ball, every chance they got, every ball was in the box. It was like, I don't like this, Let's get it out of the box. Well, we were stepping back. It was just f- further back. and further. Back. It's like you just know it was going to come at some point. But That's Manfred all over, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, so <coughs> some things will never change. You must have been refreshing Twitter like a madman, or listen, trying to listen to commentary. Oh, breaking my phone! I got his yeah, that's yeah. Him. Yeah, what? How was your Saturday afternoon? Talk it through. It's from someone who's clearly a passionate Stokes fan and, and tries to go as much as you can. Obviously, you had to take one for the for the for the relationship team and yeah, <laughs> your partner's uh, uh, birthday weekend. So you obviously had to take one for there. But how was it for you on Saturday afternoon? You had a bit of an incident with the phone, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was trying to get Lee radio on my laptop and I put my phone on my laptop and the radio went off and I picked the laptop up and my phone fell face first on concrete so I smashed all my screen <laughs> all in the name of uh, following football of course but, but, <laughs> but not as bad as that no. <laughs> that's bad but yeah. what a result it was though yes yeah um, well being nil nil for a hell of a long time I, I just thought it's, it's coming. <laughs> Just don't smack me right face. <laughs> Why not? Because um, that would be on Um Yeah, it was no no for a long time, and I just thought it's coming. It's going to come. We, you know, we, we were going to go. I, I honestly thought we'd go 1 0 down, and then that would be it. But then when it came up and said that Mal Benning had scored, I was slightly running around the back garden. Just slightly, do you want to give us a demonstration? Uh, I'll tell you we move uh, back. No, it, it, it's gone. Give us a demonstration. Give us a demonstration. No, it's They've got none of them's got anything to play for. I think Port Vale are safe. Port Vale, nine, well, technically they're not because they've, they're nine points ahead of Barnet with not, with nine points left to play for. So if Port Vale lost all their remaining three games and Barnet won all their remaining three games, Port Vale could still go down. So technically, technically they'll want a point to be safe, won't they? Yeah, they will. They'll want to come and see the end of the season, make sure they're in League Two next year. But surely that's given them a boost. The fans' reaction as well at the end of the game, the players' reaction towards us, Flickcroft's reaction, surely, yeah. How yeah. much of a win was it 
for him, like for him personally, because when you go into an organisation which has been on such a high and then it changes dramatically, that pressure must be just something else. Yeah, I mean, after eight games of not getting a win, and then on his ninth attempt, he actually gets a win, especially against local rivals and things like that. Must be a bit of a weight lifted off his shoulders, sort of thing, and. Um, the way that we constructed the goal, I mean, I've, I've seen the goal, and the way the passing and movement for the goal was just exceptional. It was it pure class. And it's a shame that we can't play like that more often yeah. during a game, sort of thing. Um, but, as not to put a dampener on the win, because it was an excellent win, I still think that Flickcroft numbers up. Why? Surprising to say to say after a, a local derby. I know, I know. Why? I, I don't know. Well, it's it's one win in nine. It's against Chesterfield. You can't, you know, you can't build a whole season on just like two results. Chesterfield home and away. The fans didn't chant his name either. Interesting like, point. At the end of the game, because uh, he should not be named when we won at Lincoln. We went mad. Yeah. And then towards him, and then Gary Fleet, no, not Gary, David. 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 So it's that bad, David. That's what we need to do, Dave, because she doesn't know it. <laughs> did chant his name and like celebrate it or anything with him, sort of thing. We were more celebrating with John Radford, but it weren't John Radford, I found no, out. John Radford wasn't even in the country, so. There you go. Uh, keep the comments coming in as always tonight, guys, on the live feed if you listen to the audio version of this. Where were you? Thursday, 6 30 ish. Maybe. Possibly. Probably. Uh, always get your Maybe. thoughts in <laughs> on that. Well, I don't even know why I let them do that because they just carry on for ages and it's so annoying. I literally want to. You love it. I literally want to strangle them, Dave. It's fine. Um, keep getting your comments in on that. Facebook.com forward slash MCFC matters if you want to watch the live feed on a Thursday. Um, Probably. Comments coming in. Uh, Roger says, evening. Uh, so does Peter. Jamie says, nice win on Saturday, but we need to move on and win the next three games. Roger says, what a game. Don't like the way we sat back in the last 20 minutes. Um, Peter says, it was never in doubt, Cam. Uh, Chris says, do you, want, do you guys want some fly spray? I tell you what's done it. I've been sat out here since about, what, five past five, past five something, something like that tonight. No flies whatsoever. You bring biscuits and cake. <laughs> oh, blame me. Look yeah. what happens. Look what happens. Um, Roger says, got to win. Got to win these last three. I think we'll do it. And he also says there's more chance of a sheep survival than you lot getting rained on tonight. Well, let's uh, let's certainly hope uh, that we don't get rained on tonight and they end up in the conference. What was the most pleasing thing for, for you, come from your perspective? Because for me, you know, as as we've all sort of said tonight, we sat back too much, in my opinion. But we did put bodies on the line. We were, we were, we were unlucky a lot of the time. We'd get a clearance in, but it'd bounce straight off their off their attack, and it just every ball. Fair enough, we might have got to set every second ball that dropped, but we just couldn't get rid of it. It just ended up being a scramble to the point where we just put it out for a corner or throwing it. It's just we were panicking, but it was it's just because we couldn't get the ball away. It's not that we didn't know what to do with it; we just couldn't physically get it out of the box, which is frustrating because we'd got obviously Danny was looking dangerous up front still and obviously got that player sent off <laughs> that was a, <laughs> that was a <laughs> confusing one but um, but I think we'd still got that little bit of cutting edge to get the ball forward and get bodies forward 
and Mal Benning, CJ going on marauding runs up through the middle of the field and just we've been we were unlucky with a few chances towards the tail end of the game but I think overall with the performance we've put in we 100% deserve that how pivotal was the substitution bringing on CJ Hampton? I think a lot of people were actually surprised to see him not I don't start. want to know why he weren't started, to be honest. I, you texted me at Team News through, didn't you? Because we were still in car park. I couldn't believe it. And I texted you when I went, what is he doing? I said, we lose this, he's gone. But, and you could, he was crying out for him coming on. We were wide down that side, and there was CJ. I can see why he didn't why? start. I can see why he didn't start him. Alfie Potter has been decent. He's come back from fitness and he's been decent. Alex McDonald's Con- controversy. Controversy. Let's do it. Alex McDonald. I don't want to see Alfie Potter. Alex McDonald was better on Saturday. Jacob Mellis had a decent game, and Will Atkinson's been decent recently. So it's. It swings and roundabouts because it's like you don't you've got to make squad rotation, but sometimes it, you're not going to please absolutely everybody. That's the thing about being a football manager. Clearly, Shelley, you completely disagree with some of the comments that Cam made there. Why fight your corner? Well, like Cam says, you love and hate some people, and I'm afraid two players he's just mentioned I've got issues with. Which are <laughs> Alfie Potter. Let's start with Potter then. Why why do you have an issue with Alfie Potter? He seems very lightweight. Gets knocked off the ball way too easy. He's about five his nine. game for Manchester when we played Newport and then from then on he's not done anything in my eyes to be honest and Will Atkinson I didn't like him first time round I don't like him second time round I would never have bought him in at all really? Yeah. I think that's going to be yes. one which completely div- yeah. divides the fans I think yeah. for me Atkinson offers nah. something a little bit different he can play wide right he can play central can get he's, played well, he's, he's, played he's played well he's played that central he's played well it's a bit of a controversial one that you hate somebody hates somebody that's yeah. it I mean I suppose it's the same with Hayden White isn't it but I have to yeah. say actually since Flickcross come in Hayden White has actually been an improved player and I will talk about it a little bit more later on but I actually think we might miss him slightly on Saturday and it, I, I feel a bit sick saying that so <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if uh, Ando will come back into the squad I highly yeah. doubt it it was something we'll talk a, a little bit more um uh, about later on um, defending um, Will Atkinson and uh, the others and Alfie Potter uh, particularly Alfie Potter Roger says he did have a hand in the goal though he did him and Kane Emmons yeah but he did but, but what else did he do other than get keep getting knocked off at ball he had a couple of driving runs that I thought were decent we, I think we've lacked recently creating chances has been a problem we'd get to up front and we'd struggle so to finally Actually, get find someone that will want to take the ball forward. I'm glad I'm sat in the middle. <laughs> I'm glad I was, this is just a bad, just playing it's the ball, so it's great. But I want to just keep I want him to fire. Get stuck in and boom, and he's not, he's not that, is he? That's no, he's not that player. Like I said, you you like him more, or you don't. That's it. You've got Macca, Macca and Mellis that are the get stuck in lads. So Mel- I disagree with Melis because Melis. There were a couple of challenges. He on out. Yeah, he, he, Melis whips out a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, Melis for me. Meshes out. McDonald though. No, McDonald will tackle himself. In, yeah, tackle himself <laughs> in the mirror. Won't he, Alex? I think Macca on Saturday one of his best games that he's played. Yeah, I will say recently he's he's not been the Alex McDonald that we've 
seen all season and Saturday really showed the, the talent that he's got it, fair enough every pass wasn't perfect but it's still just the little passing moves and getting stuck into challenges marshalling their midfield around and just being this overall player that we knew we'd got but he just hadn't shown it recently I think he's got the talent in there and I think what wouldn't have helped is obviously yeah he did sort of have a, a good relationship with Steve Evans and he sort of helped him develop as a player then Steve Evans leaves and some players are affected differently by that and then you get everyone saying well he's just going to go with Steve Evans in the summer so he doesn't feel supported and he feels isolated and lonely has a bit of a scrap with the fans on the Tuesday night game at Stevenage and then it's a local derby how crucial was it to have that local derby on Saturday because it showed the players you know that we did back them we were vocal throughout and you know we didn't stop singing they didn't stop running they didn't stop putting the, the bodies on the line did they no um, I think it just goes to show that you know we are behind them you know whether it be Stevenage or Chesterfield or Exeter or wherever the lads need to know that you know they've got three and a half thousand four thousand fans that are willing to to back them right to the right to the end yeah. well they're wearing the shirt for us yeah not for and that's what I said last week if if any of them players didn't perform against Chesterfield they don't deserve to be at Mansfield and I think there were a few that proved that you know they can play for Mansfield if they want to it, it's, it's if they want to play for Mansfield I guess That's the test the of that is going to be on uh, on Saturday when we welcome Port Vale on another side sort of down there at the bottom you know we've beaten 4-0 this season it was a fairly comfortable result at their place but you know same players different management different style mm. going to be an interesting yeah. one I mean um, some more of the, the comments coming in uh, on the, the Potter debate uh, you've, you've started it so you know you're going to have to well you did it. invite me on I to did. say my opinion you, 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 <laughs> as always as anyone is welcome to today but you've got to defend it as well um, well I could say more but we lie so well, I've got you, to watch you what can, I'm saying just don't swear um, I don't think you're the swearing type anyway let, let loose there's no, there's no no right do let loose it's fine um, no please don't I don't want a lawsuit from Alfie Potter's agent coming through well uh, Chris says there were four or five players that easily got easily pushed off the ball uh, at the moment Jamie says the problem is that we are trying to walk the ball into the net instead of shooting uh, Roger says I agree Jamie we need to yeah. take more chances with the shooting I sooner agree. or later one goes in uh, Jake says Potter gives 100% the tracking back and block that saved a certain goal in the first half was outstanding um, Chris says my fear is flick I'm just going to talk that <laughs> my, my fear is <laughs> my, Chris says my fear is if Flickcroft stays I think we're looking at a mid to bottom half of the table hope I'm wrong but I don't feel positive so even with the, the Chesterfield result there's not a lot of confidence which has been uh, what's the word what's the word what am I thinking of galvanised in the, in the dressing room and you know obviously clearly the fans majority of them don't feel like it was a point in the right direction hey. I had to get it in, in, in somewhere we will hear from Will Atkinson uh, in a little while plus uh, David Flickcroft uh, as well uh, we'll have the results of our snap poll as well keep your comments and questions coming in one of the comments uh, in there as well uh, we should touch upon is uh, about trying to walk the ball into the back of the net I think we were guilty of that under Evans at times as well I don't necessarily think that's a flick cross thing would that be fair? Yeah. yes yeah, I'd say so Yeah. what do we need to do then to shoot well <laughs> <laughs> what do we need to change in our play to 
to try and get out of that habit because it's once you're in that habit it's a tough one to break yeah, they seem too nervous to shoot from outside areas sometimes. It, it, it's like it gets to a certain part of um, penalty area, and it's like, no, you have it. No, no, you shoot. No, no, you or shoot. No, you shoot. You want to get it on the right foot sometimes. Do you feel that need to have a little bit more confidence on the weaker foot then, rather than sort of being yeah. one-trick ponies? Yeah, because Kane could have had a shot all the week against Crew. Because he hadn't got it on his right foot, he didn't, and he lost his ball. And that second chance he had, he took it on his left foot, and, and it, it was like, there's a reason why he uses his right one then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, uh, that is very true indeed. Um, in terms of the goal we scored at Chesterfield, and what we have scored over the last couple of weeks, that pass and move style of play, is that something which you can put a positive down to Flickcroft for? Because it's clearly something that he's been trying to work on. Even in the very early games with him, you saw a little bit of movement, a little bit more want to get the ball quicker across the pitch mm. yeah and we've got that pl- them players to do it as well you know we, we've we've always been a decent passing side yeah. over the years yeah. you know you know no matter who we've had we've always been like a decent passing side and which is a good thing because at times as we've proved on Saturday that it does work for you so yeah I, I am pleased that you know we scored a goal through it, a team effort rather than somebody just trying to take it on themselves and and be a hero sort of thing. Let's hear from the Stags boss, uh, David Flickcroft, and obviously uh, looking ahead to the final three games of the season. He managed to get his first win against Chesterfield, obviously that uh, 1-0 victory thanks to Sir Mal, as he shall now be known. Never have to buy a drink again in Mansfield, and uh, no matter what he does from here on in, will always be uh, a club legend. Let's hear what the uh, Stags boss, David Flickcroft, had to say uh, this week then, um, ahead of the final three games of the season. We're not looking past Paul Vale, you know, we're really not. I uh, went to Accrington last night uh, to, to watch uh, watch that and, and almost be in and around that celebration to feel it and understand it, you know, so I can speak to the players about it and what it meant last night to, to a town and what it meant to, uh, you know, the young, the new fans, the new, new Accrington fans coming in, you know, what, what it did mean, what that spirit and what, what John's created there. Uh, 25 players all driving for the same thing There's, there was an inner hunger and an intensity to, to what you felt last night I've got that to, to speak to the players about this week and um, you know they've gone up with four games remaining Port Vale one is the next one that we can achieve you know a positive positive result and that's the one we're just concentrating on win or lose you know you, you lose a game you learn from it I never dwell on it so you know, the games that we've we've not been as we've not had the right result, then we've come in bouncing Monday, making sure we're trying to put that right and, and I'll continue to do that every single day when I come to work, trying to improve players, trying to make them better. It's the environment that I want to create, it's something that we want to build here so that you know success and winning becomes sustainable and that's what you have to do every single day. You've got over two hundred and fifty opportunities a year on the training pitch to make players better and improve and improve what you're doing. You know, so far we've probably had eighteen days on the training ground together since I've come into the football club and uh, we're building um, you know and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying time with the players but again the atmosphere doesn't really change from a win or loss what it does do is instill belief and um, you know that's what winning does give you David Flickcroft there speaking to I Follow yesterday anyone that wants to watch or listen to that go to uh, mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow can you listening to that he talks about sort of building for the future and you know trying to he talks about the Accrington situation and trying to get that across to the players I get the, guess the question is though, 
you know, you can only get that across to the players if the players really want to listen. Well, yeah, I say it's like when Steve Emmons was here, it's like he was always drilling this idea of playing this type of football and the players listened and that's the type of football we're playing and it's as if it's the total opposite we flipped off and spoke to him about it it's not happened for the first nine games comes into a derby game and all of a sudden everything just clicks whether it's because the players are like oh it's a derby we need to put some effort in or whether they're actually starting to finally get what Flickcroft's saying and trying to understand the style of play that he wants to play and they've had the time to adjust to it probably had uh, more than we could afford but it's it's still time that we spent building on things and going over in training sessions in warm-ups actually putting into game situations and reserve games as well and it's just, it's probably taken too long but it's finally got through to the players the ideas that he wants to put across the thing is though Si we've got players in that dressing room who have got promotion with previous clubs they've tasted promotion so they don't need that talk they shouldn't no, need that talk no um, yeah no they shouldn't and there should be enough in that dressing room to to be like come on lads we don't need we don't need David Flickcroft you know giving us a bit of a a talk about how to get promoted we've so all done it we've all done it with different yeah it wouldn't it be wouldn't. ironic would it it'd just be like a this is the method of success this method of success I can't do his voice I've been working on it I just can't do it it's, it's not Steve <laughs> not Steve no I can't, I can't do it um, comments coming in uh, on the live feed keep them coming in as always uh, Roger says I know we're not not City but with the slickness that's how we you beat teams keep it on the floor for success uh, Jamie asks what players would you keep for next season if we don't go up a lot of them obviously already in contract which completely differs to previous seasons where players have just been on sort of one year deal Shelley I'll start with you give me two names two names that you would want to, <laughs> to keep don't need to ask you about the two that we want to go just give me two that you'd no I know, I know which one she wants to keep and all oh dear yeah go on well I'll keep Danny correct under contract, yeah. any, under contract anyway so that's a cop out yeah. uh, CJ I'll keep CJ I think he's had a fantastic season and uh, I'd definitely keep Christian Pierce. I'm not sure. I think he's signed as well. He signed in New York just before Evans left, didn't he? About yeah. the week or so before yeah. Evans left. So, what about you? Which two, which two would you keep hold of, other than the ones that have been said? If you already agree with them, that's make it harder for you. Make, make you have to think. Kane Evans. I'd keep Kane for the for the what he's done for the club in the last twelve games that you know Flitcroft's been here. He's been. He's probably been one of our better players um, through the transition of Evans to Flickcroft. He's probably been one of our better players, and I'd keep McDonald. I, I would honestly keep McDonald because he's he's one of these players that, given the right position, he, he can change a game, and that you need a game changer in in the squad. And he's one of these. He's, he's a battler. Yeah. You know, he's Grand a battler. He don't. He never stops. He, he's in defence. He's up front. He's in midfield. He's he's tracking back, and he never gives like um, never gives like the opposition a minute. And that that's the sort of player that we want. So, I would say Hemmings and McDonald. So we've got Hemmings, McDonald. We've got Pierce and CJ. 
Cam, what are you going to go for? If we can have him, Ricky Miller. I was just about to say something about Ricky. If we I wonder do you bring Ricky Miller up? If we can have him, Ricky Miller, or it depends, I suppose, what depends, happens. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah whether A is a massive, he's a massive gamble. Or goes to but stay with the Majesty for a while. In the yeah. right frame of mind, Ricky Miller would be a gamble that I think we would like to take. I think we should take it. The right frame of mind, I think he'd be a quality player. Just looking from the outside, clearly let's not, you know, let's not brush over this. Ricky Miller has got personal issues and yes. problems which he's been open with and he's, everyone knows about it. It's, it's, it's in the public eye. There's no shine away from it. But that said, when you are in a situation like that, which I'm sure we've all sort of been in, in some way, shape or form in our lives at some point, what you need is stability and you need a, a place where you can sort of reinvite, reinvent yourself a little bit and become you and sort of settle. And I think Ricky Miller, even though he was sort of brought in by Evans, who's now his boss at Peterborough's parent club and had to go through another manager and not really got inside and went through that little bit, now he's injured of course as well. I actually still think he, he's, he's settled. Sat with the fans at uh, Stevenage. Chesterfield, again, he was with the fans. Might have had a few uh, <laughs> a few sherries before before the game with the fans, but you know each their own and all that. Um, I bet he didn't have to pipe pints all day either. Well, you, you never know. But the, the good thing is that he he seems to have got a relationship going with the fans a little mm. bit. The fans seem to like him, even though he's not really delivered in terms of goals that sort of that sort of thing uh, massively. But there's something there about him, come isn't there? I think he's, that's probably a, a reason for your choice. Oh yeah. Um, it's just obviously since he's come in his chances have been few and far but the chances that he has had like coming on against crew at half time him and Danny between them they changed the entire game we, we were dead and buried at half time and we actually gave ourselves a fighting chance in that second half and it was just that little bit more urgency up front from Danny and, uh, and Ricky and it was just something that we lack He's not afraid to shoot. He's not frightened yeah, of right, anything. He's not frightened, yeah. that, yeah, he's not frightened, he's not frightened of getting a tackling either. Yeah, run through fire, that's, yeah, that sort of thing. Exactly. And we need them sort of players. I'm older than you guys, and I've seen well, some players come. Considerate. Thanks. Yeah. I've seen some players come in, and Maxwell Town and their families seem to take these players on that's got mm. issues. Adam Murray springs to mind that's had a lot of personal issues. Murray was a, a huge one, wasn't he? Because when, when he was first a kid, when he first came, he had numerous drink problems. He had a yeah. huge, huge drink problem. And Mansfield Town and the fans just seemed to sort him out and complete legend yeah. now at these it, parts. Yeah, um, these players seem to come. Yeah. And like, Ricky, like Adam Murray, Ricky Miller, because if he signs on next season, could become a fan favourite. What about your second choice, Cam? You said Miller. What about your second... That's all right. <laughs> this is a tough one. <coughs> I'm hoping you're going to say him. Byron. Yeah, let's get Byron. If not, he's, I'll have to he's say He's not him. done much all season. Um, Johnny Hunt. Oh, picked a controversial one, hasn't he? Go on, why? I mean, I'm in agreement. So for the games, to me, for the games that he's had chances in to play, I Mal Benny being injured, Mal Benny being suspended. Mal, Mal Benny not being not getting a look in. Yeah, uh, I think sort of October November time. Yeah. Wasn't it? it was mm. Hunt was favoured over Benny, and we were actually talking about Benny potentially going. Obviously, yeah. he ain't doing that now, is he? No, <laughs> really. uh, it's, it's, football's a thick game, isn't it? Anyway, but it's like the chances it had, and obviously because he's he's only still a, a relatively young lad. He's come from 
the National League, it's a big step up, but he's, the games that he's had chances in, he's, he's not looked as if he's like nervous or anything, he's always been confident on the ball, he's always done his job properly, fair enough we lost, but he had a decent game at Luton, I saw it because he was obviously the left side of the pitch at second half for Dan, where the away fans are, it just looked a different player to compare to what um, what he'd been earlier on in the season. I think so. with Johnny Hunt, you've got a player who he knows himself. It's almost like the goalkeeper situation, isn't it? That sometimes goalkeepers know that they know they're not necessarily going to get a game. Mm. But he's that type of player who keeps himself fit, works hard, and when he gets a, when he gets a look in. When he gets the game, it'll be difficult to move out the squad for five, six, seven games. I think it's only by virtue of the fact that we were poor at, at Stevenage and obviously against um, against Crew, and it came a lot from that side. That's probably why I didn't get in and sort of now had, had worked hard in, in training. I think, other than that, I think it, it might have been Johnny Hunt, but I think he's that type of player, isn't he? He works hard. When he comes in, he does a job. He can play left back, he can play left wing, he can play centre half if needed, he can play holding midfield. He's that adaptable player, isn't he? And he's that defensive sort of minded as well. Whereas so Mal was got, a lot yeah, more. If we've got a team that's more attacking, you can stick Johnny Hunting and he'll and he'll just stay back. The prime example of that is Mal Benny who had a run in the side for ages. Then we went to Newport away. Uh, swapped Benning yeah. for Hunt they obviously try and play down the flanks and Hunt had probably one of the best games he's had in the Mansfield shirt in closing the game down stopping them getting crosses in from their side and exactly and the only thing that undid us in that was set pieces the long just, throw exactly that's, and yeah. that's one thing we struggled with all season point proven was Accrington exactly. and then against Luton as well not dealing with the second ball from a set piece but it's just little things that have come into his game recently but we've to cut them out against Chesterfield hopefully that's not just for one game it's something we can carry on 100 points to anyone who can guess the two which I would uh, which I would oh, Paul Digby 100 points <laughs> the test is the second one Conrad? no oh, uh, Paul Anderson obviously Anderson <laughs> Anderson's a given um, it's another sort of um, one out of, out of the blew a, li- a little bit um, Jack Thomas we saw him yesterday yeah, we and did this, this is I can see or see the faces thinking why and I can probably see, hear people at home going why because he's not really look, had a look in but we were saying this yesterday we met up if, for you we met up yesterday to talk about the series for the summer um, so <laughs> we're, having a, we're having a drink and we saw not an alcohol a, a, a hot chocolate and a coffee I'm still waiting for you to pay me for that no, I'm joking um, we waiting a while. I know. Um, we saw Wait, him yesterday. Leave that to laughter, mate. Leave that to laughter. We saw Jack. He came, actually came over to speak to us. Still a good lad. Still, yeah. Lots of time for the fans, and I think what Mansfield has always needed is that player who will always give 110 percent and always try and keep the head above water. And, and yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Quite 110 percent. Fair enough. Um, I think he is the type of lad, isn't he? You know, he's come through the academy with a run of games. I think he can recapture that form. He's just been un- mm. unlucky to basically play under two managers who've promised him the world and delivered well. Delivered yeah. Chesterfield. Evans brought him back into and promised him the world, and then did didn't you go deliver. Again? Well, he went to Boston. Month at Tamworth, Tamworth, didn't he? Went, he had a month at Tamworth. 
And then, uh, yeah, I think he's been a little unlucky because I can imagine being a hard worker in in training and, you know, turning up every game. And he's kind of, I feel sorry for him because I, I feel as though like he's kind of like the Sunday league lad that, like, you know, turns up every yeah, game, yeah. turns up every week training and it's like, you're on the line today, Jack. Well, I suppose it's, it's just like, I suppose, had he have stayed in the youth team that little bit longer... Wayne Corden-esque. Wayne Corden-esque. 
We can but dream, can't we? We, ask, we, we can but dream. Shelley, I don't know if you want to run away at this point because it's time for your best friend to hear from your uh, best friend. Uh, looking well, ahead he's to the off. final three of the he's games. He's going to Lincoln with the rest of them. Is he? I, d- I don't think so. Uh, let's hear what Will Atkinson had to say ahead of the final three games of the season. He also reflect on. He also reflects on that one 0 win over Chesterfield. Here's what Will Atkinson had to say this week. We're just going to get keep getting bigger and bigger now. I mean, we've shown we can deal with the the big games, so hopefully we can we can go and get another positive result. Comes down to winning games. You got to win the games. Um, it's not over till it's over, and you got to have that belief. It's who's in the position come the end of the season, not two games to go. You know, it, it can change a few times before the end of the season. There's still three games to go in that, in our case anyway. Um, so there's a lot of points to play for still. So it's just having that belief and just not stopping until it's over. That's what we've got to believe. You know, we've got to go into every game. Hoping to win, believing we can win. We believe if we can get nine points, we can be in the playoffs. You know, there's no easy game in this league, uh, no matter what anyone says. Um, everyone's got things to play for because, you know, people are playing for contracts, people are playing for, for whatever, you know, personal pride. It'll be a tough game, they'll come here and I'm sure they'll look to frustrate us. Um, we've got to rise to the occasion, you know, get on the front foot and take the game to them because we've got, we've got something to really play for and believe in. You know, I think the fans will be in good voice again, especially after the last last weekend um, so they'll be right behind us um, and it's good to get back here in, in front of our home fans and hopefully put in a performance it's Will Atkinson speaking to you I follow if you want to watch that in full mentsfieldtown.net forward slash I follow is the place to be Shelley you love Will Atkinson <laughs> you've got Will Atkinson posters on your uh, on your bedroom wall and you name and number on the back of the shirt name and number on the back of the shirt absolutely everything you have a picture with him every home game um, obviously you heard from him there has he uh, ignited the fire for you? Do you believe in Will Atkinson and the players? Oh, no, it's a sorry no. Why? <laughs> There's just something about him that I can't get along See, with. I totally disagree with that. Cause yes, I, Cam. Right, move out of the corner. Let them, let them go for it. Come on. You, we were on about Port Vale having nothing to play for. Like he pointed out, they've got a point to prove to themselves, to point, prove a point to... Technically, they're still in the point to be safe. That's a bit pointed in the right direction. Yes, it will yeah. be pointed in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. But they've got a point to prove to themselves, they've got a point to prove to their manager, their fans, and they're also playing for contracts next season, which is a massive point. So that's what everyone will be playing for, because obviously if they'll be wanting the point to get saved. But we're going to be. Our players next season, if we go up this season, then there'll be players that are. Some will go out, some will stay. They've got a point to prove. If we don't stay, if we don't go up, they've still got a point to prove why they should be here next season, why they should have a new contract, or why they shouldn't be shipped out on loan or whatever. So it's he knows what they need to do. They just need to do it now. And he's he said all the right things. And if if that's what the rest of the players think then we can get through the last three games. I'll be honest, I don't care now if they're playing for themselves or for David Flickcroft as long as they turn out on that pitch and, and do the business because as you rightly say, Cameron, as Will Atkinson says and as Flickcroft has said in his conference as well, it's this time of the season where players are looking over the shoulders thinking, oh, season's over in a month, I've got two kids to feed, I've got a missus who keeps who keeps you know spending. spending on the credit card, <laughs> I've, I've got this, I've got that to pay for. They're just like us in every, every walk of life, aren't they? They lose... Essentially, their job. Where's the money come from? They've got to provide. Dig, everything. Dig be thinking, oh, I've got to pay for all these speeding tickets. <laughs> just no need, is there? No need. It's faster in his car than he is up here. There's just no need, <laughs> is there? I say this is the Fast and the Furious, but Dig I don't need to say anything. 
just, just why bring back, come back Nathan on his forgiven. Um, he's away, he's away on holiday. By the way, if you're missing Nathan, uh, he, he was in a pool earlier, rubbing his face. Yeah, he sent us a picture. We have a little group chat on Facebook, and he sent us a picture, and it did look. Um, because of where the photo was taken, it didn't look like it had shorts in that water, and I was very concerned. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, I can't remember what I was talking about. Oh yeah, players obviously playing for contracts, playing for the futures, whether it's at Mansfield Town, whether it's at other clubs as well. I think, arguably, the last three games are probably the hardest three games, in my opinion, no matter whether you're playing a side at the top or a side at the bottom, or a mid-table side. doesn't mm. matter. So, so I think if you, the last few games, if you put in three absolute stinkers... Then throughout pre-season, we'll think, oh, he's not good, not any good. He had a decent first half of the season, but second half was shocking. shocking. And it, it's just swings and roundabouts for football. It's a it's a fickle game, and it's it don't matter what you do half the time. If you do a couple things wrong, they'll always remember them things that Fan, go wrong. Fans will only remember the last game that exactly. players played. And I think a lot of fans as well, unfortunately, and this is the nature of football supporting actually remember very few of the positives but quite a lot of the negatives yeah. a la Adam Murray as a, they remember him as a manager rather than as a player and they remember Coxie for being a poor team in a in, in, in League 2 side at the bottom of the league rather than you know. at least there's a few round off that remember Matt Green last season instead of being like five years ago five years ago yeah exactly this it's you know few and far between. Keep the comments uh, coming in tonight. Peter says, looking at our side at the moment, uh, we have been playing games with some unfit players and players carrying an injury with a fully fit side. With a fully fit side. With a fully fit side. Back in the game. <laughs> Who's teeth you got in tonight, Nathan's, Craig? Nathan's. I've, I've left. I've left them uh, upstairs. Um, with a fully fit side, and if we can afford uh, Hemmings and Miller. In my opinion, we are only a couple of key players from a really good side. Let's look at that. Agree? Yeah. Yeah, because I think, like we said before, if Miller gets his head straight, and, uh, you know, this, this court case... Oh, hello. Oh, hello, you. Right, bear me a second, because yeah. we've uh, had an escaped dog. Are you all right? I thought downstairs we're closed. No. Hello, mate. Would you stop it? Come here, mate. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, before we bring you a little star, this is Harry, by the way. Sit. Hello. This is Harry. He's, uh, he, he's my dog. He's uh, also quite fa- faster than Digby. Better uh, ball and all. I'll just, ch- I'll just chain him up so we've, we've got him under control. Better ball. 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 Better Bring it then. Okey-dokey. Bring it then. Uh, I'll keep him entertained while you carry on. Control. I can literally just sit and hold this squeaky toy and it'll just lie there and it might occasionally bark, but there you go. <laughs> goes. Um, so we were talking um, before we were rudely interrupted by a dog. Hello, mate. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about Peter Clements. What? Miller and Evans. Evans. Oh, yeah, if they fit. Yeah. Depends how much they want for him, though, don't it? I mean, is he out of contract in, in the summer for Oxford? Does anyone know what his Oxford. contract is? Oxford. Yeah, Oxford. Oh, Emmons. I thought you were meaning Miller. No, Oxford. No. I, mean, I was talking about Hemmings. Who were you talking about? Miller. I was talking about Hemmings. See, oh. this happened. There was a rumour going around, weren't there, earlier on this season, how much Oxford wanted for him. Mm. Yeah. And we were saying that it wasn't really what he was worth, to be honest. Hemmings or Miller, I'm lost now. Hemmings. Hemmings. I'm, I'm lost. I'll say that first few games, he was like, didn't do anything, and then. No, he seemed to get involved. Com- comes out of the game for a bit. I don't think he was fit when he came. Hey, 
can't have been. He was sat on the bench pretty much every week. I think it was a similar sort of situation with a lot of the players that yeah, Evans really. brought in. Macca, Byron. Very um, similar to the Green situation, isn't it? Because obviously yeah, he exactly. arrived on loan from, from Oxford initially and he'd been sort of out of the side a little bit. Basically what we need is we need an unfit striker from, from Oxford, get him on loan and then they'll turn into a... This football management, Mark, I've, I've nailed it, don't worry about it. It's all good fun. Uh, keep the comments uh, coming in uh, tonight. Some more coming in on the uh, live feed. I've completely lost them now. Though. I've been thrown off. I've been thrown off track. Uh, Roger says never work with kids and animals. I work with with, with both of them. Uh, John says good boy. Kids. And you work uh, with a rabbit. John says making the po- po- uh, podcast mascot. And Chris says can your dog play up front? No, but he's a very good goalkeeper. Uh, we'll show you. We'll show you at the end. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll show you at the end. But he's a very good uh, goalkeeper. It is about that time now, though, for a little bit of fun. Whilst Harry's going absolutely mental over there in the back, in the back, in the background, it's time for a bit of fun. I don't know how he's going to react to this, by the way. Um, and this would be good, even even greater, because Cam's got to take part in, in, in a quiz whilst, whilst he's playing with uh, whilst he's playing with a dog. You don't worry, my dog. Don't worry, he's been knocked out. It's fine. <laughs> Did you know he's been knocked out? Dog. dog ran into pants. Oh, he would do his mental. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, it is time for another game. He's oh. not walking around now, not going. Oh, oh sorry, buddy. Yeah, sorry, right. Don't worry about him. It's time for another game of uh, risk it for a biscuit in ninety seconds. Shelley, do you know how this game works? Yes. Are you sure you know how this game works? Well, you make it up anyway, so it don't really matter if I know how it works or not. That's very, very harsh. <laughs> Basically, what happens? But true. In, what happens <laughs> in this game is we have. I've got X amount of questions. Uh, you've got 90 seconds between you to uh, answer them right to not be in possession because if you're in possession at the end of the 90 seconds you are buying the biscuits for next week uh, whether you're on the podcast next week or not can you are the winner you are the winner uh, of last week's um, last week's quiz so what I want to know is um, do you want to go first second or third where in the order do you want to be placed Uh, I'm going first you're going to go. You're going to go first. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it's going to go you, then Shelley, then Simon. Okay. Oh. So if you get a question correct, it goes to Shelley, and then so on and so on. Are you ready to play? Uh, be ninety second. Risk it for a biscuit. Ish. Ish. Okay. Here we go. Three, three, two, one, zero. Brunch feet is an anagram of which assistant manager? Brunch feet is an anagram of which assistant manager? Ben Fulton. Correct. Shelley, which current central defender was part of the Huddersfield Town side to beat us in the 2004 playoff final? Which current central defender was part of the Huddersfield Town side to beat us in the 2004 playoff final? Pass. Can't pass. Good answer. Oh, hello. Just chatting. Yes, give me, give me a name. Oh, Christian Beers. Incorrect, Shelley. Uh, in the same season, who were the two goal scorers in the semi-final first leg against Northampton, which the Stags won by two goals to nil? Tom Curtis. Incorrect, Shelley. Which Norwegian? Incorrect. Which Nor- Norwegian defender spent two seasons with the Stags after joining from Nottingham Forest in the summer of 2005? I'm to I said Reese Day. Can you read it again, please? <laughs> Wish. <laughs> Which Norwegian defender spent two seasons with the Stakes after joining from Nottingham Forest in the oh, summer of 2005? Oh, we ain't blown. Oh, I can't remember his name. JH? Yeah. John. I'll give it yes. Oh. <laughs> Simon, which former striker? John Hendrick. <laughs> which former striker played just four games for the club before, before joining Berry and is now the manager of Northern Ireland side Portadown? Seven. Seven. Uh, Seven. Pass. 
which former youth team midfielder went on to manage the club and serve as assistant boss to both Peter Shirley and Billy Gaydon? One. Still a Which means you <laughs> are in possession, which means you are out. It was Junior Mendez and Reese Day. I said Reese Day, won't let me have it. Yeah, 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 you you both. Both. I'm old, you know. I wanted both. <laughs> it's all good fun, I wanted both. Uh, which means you are out for now, which means you are buying <laughs> one packet of biscuits. Next hey, week. I bought two this week. Yeah, well, Nathan owes you a packet some, of biscuits then, doesn't yeah. he? No one asked you to buy the extra cake, that's fine. That was Charlotte. But, oh, there you go. Um, so, it's now between Cam and Shelley. Give me a nudge, give me an answer. You can't, you can't do that. It's now between Cam and Shelley uh, to find out I who was going to buy the biscuits <laughs> next week. No, their answers isn't good enough. Did Tom um, score? Yeah, Cam. but he Home leg, not away. Yes, he did. He was the home leg. Yeah. Yeah. Can you are uh, again in possession? So would you like to go first or second? Oh, well, first again, please. Oh, you want to go first? Then, you? You've okay. got to beat him, Charles. You ready? Knock him off his I'm perch. I'm massive. I can um, answer these when I'm at home. Okay, here we go then. That's because he's got a good Two, two, one, zero. Which former Millwall youngster played just once for the Stags to get to Cambridge United in the conference title-winning season? Oh, I ain't got a clue of that one. Uh, which, what was the name of Keith Girl's son who played four times for the Stakes under his dad? Josh. Incorrect. Cam, which defender scored twice at Port Vale earlier this season as the Stakes more 4 0? Shut up. Which defender scored twice at Port Vale earlier this season as the Stakes more 4 0? Correct, Shelley, who joins the club from Northampton during the January 2015 transfer window, going on to make 15 appearances before being released under Adam Murray. Who joined the club from Northampton during the January 2015 transfer window, going on to make 15 appearances before being released under Adam Murray. I don't know, I forgot. How many spells at the stakes did striker Jake Spate have? Three. Incorrect. Which dynamic central midfielder was brought into the first team in the summer of 1999, went on to make nearly 150 appearances for the club, which included a Derby Day equaliser against Chesterfield in 2003? Okay. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Have a guess? Six. Five. 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 Craig it was Craig Disley. I gave it. Yeah, when's Craig Disley been a defender? No, you said defender. You said defender. Oh God! Did I? Yeah. Did I really? You said yeah. defender. I'm thinking. I'm going through defender because I thought Liam Lawrence scored. No, actually, no, I actually, genuinely say defender. No, actually, no. He said creative midfielder. Creative midfielder. Yeah. Yes, he did. Sorry. So, which dynamic central midfielder? That's he said it. Defender. Dynamic central midfielder. Because I thought they weren't a defender. It was Liam Lawrence and Craig Disley. I'm trying to think I mean, of a defender. Yeah. I kind of feel bad. <laughs> Oh. They also don't care, so no. we, we can replay it if you want. No, I yeah, yeah. Another round. Go on, another round. Okay, that's a one. Well, who at Northampton chart? Uh, it was Ricky Ravenhill. Oh dear. Okay. He was injured. How did he manage to put that many appearances in? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna find some more questions. <laughs> I might run out in this bit. Um, I'm walking away. I'm just. I'm oh, definitely gonna get thrown off. Dear. Okay, I'm going to have some questions from... Uh, One question shootout, I reckon. What, see, who gets it first? Yeah. yeah. What do you reckon? Or, near his, are you I got, think we should just play the... Have you got, like, attendance one? 
and then there is two wins. Or how many goals has somebody scored over the career at Mansfield? Tell you what, I have got. We'll have Lee Angle, I know that answer. Mez's mix up. <laughs> I'm going to give you uh, an anagram. First one to um, first one to solve the anagram. As long as it's not Randy Wands. It's not Randy yeah. Wands. First, it's a brand new anagram. <laughs> it's a brand new anagram. First, I'm going to give you a buzzer. Shelley, you're going to say uh, Nathan. Right. Uh, and Cam, you're going to say uh, Harry. Oh, no, not really. You say you say Cam, you say Shelley. Right. Ready? The anagram is Carmit John. Carmit John. Any ideas? When did he play for us? Oh, you want. In fact, if I say the rest of it, it's going to give it away straight away. Oh, okay, go on. Carmit John. What position? Cam, do you need a clue? Yeah, clue. Okay. Get ready on your buzzers because you're going to get it as soon as I read it. Carmick John is an anagram of which fastest lightning winger? Wayne Cobden. You gotta, you gotta say. Carmick. Yeah. It's where it's Jamie in Wayne Gordon. Shelley. Shelley. Can I go home? Can I go home? Can you edit that bit out? Oh, Cam, you were the actual one who actually uh, pressed or voiced your buzzer. CJ Hamilton. It is CJ yeah, Hamilton. Well done. Winner anyway. Winner anyway. Yes. Uh, which means that next oh, week uh, Simon and Shelley have to buy the biscuits. Oh. So uh, you earn more than me. You can get your money out. So uh, there you go. Um, oh. Well, there you go. Siblings are, are at it once again. Uh-huh. And I've lost my notes, which is fantastic. Um, oh, they're showing me face again after for this. The, for the fact that you said Wayne Gordon for a name that's got a J in it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's quality. I have actually lost the, the rest of my notes, but I know what we're going to talk about. Um, we're obviously going to talk about uh, the last three games, and let's move our attention uh, back to them. Oh, there, I found them again. It's all good fun. It's great. I found them. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's talk the running. I'm going home. Cam's uh, distracted, but otherwise, hello, you. Yeah. Like I'd have been better off playing with dog, wouldn't I? You probably would. Uh, let's talk uh, the running then. Let's talk snap poll. Can the stags after. That win at Chesterfield, can they get uh, the victory that uh, the victories that they need to get themselves in the playoffs? What do you guys think first and foremost, and then we'll reveal the answer of the uh, the snap poll. Do you think they can? Yes or no? What would your where would you be placing your vote? I'd like to think, yeah, we can. Yeah. Simon, let's let's do it. Bring yeah, it out. yeah. I hope we can get there. You it hope is, we can get there. It's also. Awkward. Fair, fair thing enough. Is, thing is, is we've got to rely on other teams. Exactly. It's fair enough. They've got some, they've got some, some tough teams. They've got some cracking games like Lincoln. They've got two sides. I'm to play. Yeah, you, can, you can make that. That's fine. <laughs> if you can read it, it's quite yeah. small. Uh, commentary about Stevenage tomorrow night. Uh, next Tuesday, commentary Lincoln play each other. Next, the Saturday after Lincoln play Accrington. So I think that. And they're going to want. Uh, I think Lincoln have also got Colchester as well. Yeah, they've got Colchester. Thing is, the thing that works in our favour is that obviously people, you know, people are playing play each, each other, other that yeah. are around us. I mean, does that? I mean, is that in our favour or is it not? Because I guess the best we can hope for there is a draw because it's a no-win situation, isn't, mm. it? isn't it? If one team wins, that puts us out of it. If the other team wins, it puts also puts us out of it. So we can't. It's a See, new situation. Ideally, isn't it? we need that either to be a draw or just commentary win, basically. But fair enough. Oh, it's, 
we've got to concentrate on what yeah. we're doing and not worry about what everybody else we, is doing. We say that though, but you see, you do it all the time. You've got to look at what they're doing. When, when we go home. one nil up or one nil down, you instantly look at other fixtures to see what other teams are doing straight away. Yeah. Um, Fair enough, our game had finished on Saturday, but I were on way home and I was still looking at football scores. Yeah. yeah. It's just something you do. It's just with how much each game means and how tight it is, you think one uh, one point separates eighth and sixth. So it's obviously it's that table on there just so you know oh yeah, that's before Tuesday night yeah, obviously we're yeah. six I just couldn't be bothered to change it earlier yeah. um, we asked you guys at home as well to vote on our snap poll we asked uh, ahead of Thursday's podcast on the back of Saturday's results uh, do you think uh, that you um, can, that the Stags can make the league two plus with three games to go uh, 73% said yes 28% said uh, said no so um, people still believe but is believing enough predictions for Saturday then what do we have to do for Saturday before we wrap things up tonight and reveal the answer to oddballs as well what do you think predictions for Saturday we've got to get another clean sheet I think so I'd say two or three goal difference is the key here yeah. isn't it got to come three, out fighting three nil Shelley what about you four nil Cam two nil two nil Hayden White obviously una- unavailable Saturday a bit of a Disappointment actually considering the way he's turned himself around under David Flickcroft, but who would get in at the side? Reef Bennett came on and did a decent enough job uh, against Chesterfield, but me personally, I rate him more as a centre back than what I do as a mm-hmm. right back. Um, you were nodding in agreement. Cam, we'll start with you. You're David Flickcroft, uh, you're galvanised, you're about to write your team selection. It's a point in the right direction because you pick Will Atkinson. Who are you picking at right back? Um, tough one. Ando. Been out, exiled from the side though, he's not injured. Mm. So that's thing you think, well, we've literally got Hayden White that plays right back, and all of them, Reese Bennett, there's not particularly anybody else. Bennett's more of a centre back. Nah, Christian <coughs> Pierce had a slight knock on Saturday. Whether that's anything. I think he's been injured a, a week Yeah, he's. Yeah, I'll say he came out and said he play through the pain and it's like would you risk him and that's the thing because you've got Reece Bennett and Xander Diamond there as well it's like you don't need to particularly risk players Anderson can play right back quite comfortably Bennett can play centre back quite easily so it's nothing not like we're particularly short short players either <laughs> your turn to talk you're distracted by a dog again Bennett dog Okay, uh, by the my, choice, my choice would be the beard. It'd have to be Ando, wouldn't it? It's got to be Ando, really, hasn't it? It's got to be Ando, although I think Craig's going to throw a slight spanner at work. Is in he a called minute. Mr. Digby? Yeah. That's the, only, that's the only thing about playing Digby is we're not missing a centre back, we're not missing a midfielder, we're not missing a holding midfielder. So where would Digby come into this? But Digby's played has played comfortably right back and under Flitcroft at previous clubs. He has played in that position as well. A great casual campaign. I know video. Would you put Digby in front of Ando on like a biggish game like on Saturday? No, I think it, and Anderson's attacking more more attack minded nature I think suits the way that Flitcroft plays. So for me it would be 
it'd be Anderson, but Digby would be back in the squad. Let's reveal the answer to Oddballs then. Thank you very much for getting involved with all of your comments tonight. Earlier I asked you, uh, George Pilkington, John McCombs, Rob Taylor and Wayne Corden are all former Stakes players and Valiants. That's the nickname of Port Vale, by the way, if you're wondering where that one's come from. Uh, but who is the Oddball and why? Clue, it's all to do with the career timelines. Shelley, you thought it was Wayne Corden because... It's just a legend. Simon, any guesses? Wayne Corden. Just because. Just Wayne Corden. Just Wayne Corden. Uh, Cam, any ideas? I don't know. I'd have said Pilkington. Why? He's the only one that played for both in the con- for Stags in the conference. Mm, yes and no. Um, I would give you that answer, but it's right, you've got the right player for the wrong reason. Oh, it's hey. George Pilkington because all the others went Port Vale, Mansfield. George Pilkington went Port Vale, Luton, and then Mansfield. So as I said, it was all to do with uh, career timelines. So there you go. Um, looks like Cam's made a new friend uh, tonight. Oh, Hopefully, uh, he'll make some more on the journey to uh, League One next season. Don't throw it just yet, because we're going to hold off for a second. Um, get yourself to the One Course Stadium, if you can, on Saturday, because more now more than ever, the Stags do need your backing, because, you know, it's a pivotal time of the season. We've got our first win under David Flickcroft against Chesterfield and put the final nail in their coffin. Fingers crossed that they go down and enjoy the uh, National League on Saturday. But for us, it's all about what we do on the pitch. As long as we can keep winning and keep that momentum, you know, anything else that happens after that is a bonus. We do well, and that's all we can ask for. Uh, We have been joined uh, tonight by you guys watching at home. We've been outside in the garden. We had an escaped dog halfway through because I forgot to shut the door that is on my uh, that is on my shoulders don't worry about that uh, but we've got him under control and right now he's made a new fr- friend in camp he's lying just behind me panting and we said earlier on uh, that at the end we'd show you uh, his catching skills if you want to go on our Twitter at MTFC Matters I actually posted a photo uh, of, of, of young Harry here uh, before we started uh, catching uh, this little um, this little squeaky toy which is uh, which is here Almost as good as Cam. Uh, so we're going to show you uh, what Harry's catching skills uh, are like uh, in a second. Um, so let's just zoom that over there. Harry is there. Look. Uh, he's not. No, he's not. Is, 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 he, is, he, is he not there? Is he there? There, is there? Is. there he is. There he is. Go on then. Oh, you didn't throw it for him to catch. you got to go oh, again. Yeah. supposed to be a demonstration of Harry's catches it. how he catches it. There he right. is. Look. Look at that. Cam making new friends. Down. Yeah, good luck with that. I've been yeah there you go oh come on Harry don't you you're letting me down here making you look like a fool now he is he's letting me down he's let the side down well, one more third time lucky throw it yeah up throw it ha- up his nickname up, is Dickby up, up high yeah very funny go on Hazza what a, 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 <laughs> throw it oh. sometimes you just can't get the service can you one more one more, one more. Take, come on come on well, I bet he does it with me come on Let's swap. Let's swap. Swap. Come on. Don't let me down, Hazard. Do not let me down. Ow! There you go. Camel probably put camera somewhere else. Looking at planes. That way a bit. Broke the camera now. You broke. You've you've turned it off. You've pressed the record button, haven't you? (laughs) Broke it. There you go. You noticed the record button. There you go. We're back. Kids never work with kids or animals. They said. Hey, you. You taught me how to do this. Yeah. Look how badly that went. Ready, Hazard? Yes, boys! This is the Matchman Matters podcast for the fans, by the fans. 
and this is uh, never we- never work with uh, kids or animals. See you next week, six Thursday-ish. But before you turn it off, don't forget um, if you've enjoyed the podcast if you've enjoyed what we do if you've enjoyed the fun with Harry and enjoyed the rest of it there is a donations link on this video and in the audio version as well please if you can uh, support our end of season uh, podcast where we're going to be raising money for the Alzheimer's Society uh, by talking to uh, ex-players uh, and ex-managers our first one is going to be with Ian Bowling uh, which we're going to be recording in a couple of weeks' time. But that'll be out at the end of the season. Other guests confirmed as well. Former Stag defender Bobby Hassel will be joining us. Uh, Ex-Stag's boss Paul Cox will be joining us. Uh, we will also have on the show uh, midfielder John DeLarry and striker Mickey Bowling, uh, defender Les Robinson and many, many more to come as well. Please, 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 if you can, uh, whether it's a pound, whether it's a five, or whatever you can give, click on that link and help us raise money for a fantastic charity and then at the end of that series just before the next season uh, starts we will be bringing something very very special to you an audience with the champions from five years ago champions reunited stay tuned for more details on that until then though see you next week you missed that one The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.